0: It's great to have you tuning in into Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. We're
1: calling this series of podcasts Reform. We'll be sharing how soul shepherding can help you to be reformed by God's grace to be more like Jesus.
0: During this series, you'll experience some of our teaching from our Institute in Spiritual Formation and Soul Care.
1: Registration is open for the next Soul Shepherding Institute community of pastors and all kinds of men and women in ministry. We'd love to have you join us. Friends, if you follow Soul Shepherding on Facebook or on Instagram, then you saw that recently we, Christy and I, were in Malibu for a Sabbath day. And that was so beautiful seeing all those wildflowers and up there on the bluffs and the panoramic view of the ocean there at Point Doom.
0: It was an adventure day for us. We headed up thinking we were just going to be in this place of solitude and silence out in the fields of flowers and the ocean and the beauty. But in order to get there, we had to go through crowds and traffic, driving through L.A. and then Santa Monica. And I even got a little cranky on the way and we almost uh, decided to call an audible and, and not... Not actually go because yeah, it was gonna, so stressful to get there.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to change plans and go somewhere else. But we're so glad that we followed through because it was beautiful, and lovely, yeah. and delightful. And we had some few hours there.
0: It was great. Often we do have to push through a lot of noise and crowds and opposition and frustration to really get to our place of of connection and rest and, with the Lord.
1: Life and is like that. We've is. been talking about that in our E-Soul series, which we just finished the power of spiritual disciplines, but oftentimes that power for, for healing and transformation comes through some initial pain or stress or difficulty, because when we're doing the disciplines right, they will evoke things from our life that need God's attention and care.
0: And, you know, even God was in all that crowd of busyness. It was good for me to see it was a reminder of how desperately in our society we need times with the Lord in beauty in community, godly formation community, because our culture is crazy. I mean, the things we saw, the crowds we were in, the, the distractions, the screaming at us, the street entertainers that were there at the pier, you know all that noise, all that distraction can really keep us in this whirlwind of, of confusion and just going from the, the one thing to the next and thinking that it's all about us and what we want with all the consumerism. So one of the things that we are wanting for our listeners is for them to be able to have some time where they can really intentionally focus on Jesus, tune into Him, and learn from Him. And that's one of the things that we love about the Soul Shepherding Institute is we get to be with a community of people that have said yes to God's invitation to them to come away and to learn together and to be formed by Him in this community that's pressing close to Jesus. And we know that all of you on Soul Talks aren't able to be with us. And you hear us talk about the Institute, and you're kind of like, what is this Institute? And we want to just give you a little taste of it today.
1: Because you are invited to join us. Our Institute is for all kinds of women and men in ministry. Uh, We specialize in pastors, but it's not just pastors. There are other, other leaders with us as well. Always a mix of men and women, about 20 at a time, in a cohort that go through a series of learnings and experiences that are truly life-changing. And so we're going to just invite you into some of the teaching from our Institute.
0: We feel the Institute is God's highest call on Bill and I. It's the most important thing that we do. And we have felt like God has called us to train at least 500 pastors through our Institute, so if the Lord leads you to join us or to sponsor someone in your life that you know, we would love that. But this is a taste. This is, you're going to be hearing a 14-minute recording of Bill and I just on the first day of the Institute. We're with a community of about 25 people joining us for the week. And at the end of this little recording you're going to hear, we'll uh, wrap up with a little bit of a closing prayer. Bill was a boy. He was a, a Chicago Bulls basketball fan. He loved basketball. He was passionate about basketball. And Michael Jordan was on the Bulls. And he was this amazing basketball player. And if Michael Jordan had come to town teaching master classes in basketball, Bill would have signed up. He would have been there to learn from the master teacher, Michael Jordan. And I liked painting. And if Thomas Kincaid had come to my town and it was going to do master classes and painting i would have wanted to be there to learn from him and it's the same for us in our life with christ jesus is the smartest man who's ever lived and i want to learn from him how to live my life as he would if he was me with my personality in 2019 with my marriage and my family and my work and that's what we get to do because spiritual formation is the holy spirit driven process form our inner person in Christ-likeness. We get to be students. We get to enroll in the school of discipleship. That's what discipleship is. It's, it's a school of learning. We get to be students of Jesus, with Jesus, to learn from him. The Bible is given to us to help us. It's a book about discipleship. It's written by disciples for disciples about discipleship. Uh, the word disciple is used Two hundred fifty-eight times in the scripture. It's a lot—a lot to teach us there. Uh, but we need people to help us. Bill and I were looking for teachers to help us with that, and so we would take a day off, and that was expensive when we were private practice to do that. And we would um, drive up, Bill to meet with Dallas, me to meet with Jane Willard, and um, you know, it was five hours in the car and a, a big commitment. But it was, it was such a good investment, and we were so excited to do that. We felt about. The opportunity we had to learn from what they had learned in their discipleship to Jesus, uh, we felt ex- as excited about that as when our daughter got accepted into Westmont, or when uh, Rudy got accepted into Notre Dame, if you've seen that movie, <laughs> uh, or Andre Pacelli when he got accepted by the the voice coach. You know, we, we were passionate about something. You know, I we think about the movie Julia and Julia and how. She was so passionate to learn from Julia Childs about her passion, cooking. You know, she, she tried every recipe in the cookbook. She became a disciple, a, a student, an apprentice. And Jesus is calling us to this as well. Uh, he wants us to learn with Him. But we get even more than just a book. We get an interactive relationship with Him. His Spirit living in us, guiding us, and teaching us.
1: I, I wrote an article a while ago um, in the, our blog Spiritual disciplines are dung. They're, they're worthless. That's essentially what Paul says in Philippians 3. It's just, it's just a pile of poop. And, and we, we look at these things like, oh, this is my, you know, I'm a better Christian because I'm, I'm reading the Bible or because I'm doing this, this act of service or I'm fasting or, or whatever. And it doesn't work that way. That, that's what the Pharisees were into, is doing particular behaviors to appear righteous It makes no difference in and of themselves. The point of the disciplines is their means of grace, their connection points to help us be attuned to God's presence and to to learn from the Lord, to be changed by the Lord. In fact, a lot of times what disciplines do, and this is something you'll be hearing from us, is is they make us feel worse (laughs) because we get in touch with our sin or our hurt or our stress and stuff we don't want to feel. But we need to feel. We need to pray about it. We need to confess it to somebody. We need to get help with that. So the disciplines, like Christy said, they're they're like medicines. And the point of them is for inner transformation and really the development of new habits. We can't live very much like Jesus without some really good habits. And some of us as as Protestants, we've, we've sort of Dist rituals and habits, thinking, well, that's kind of mechanistic. That's kind of rote. You know, that that just feels like Catholic stuff. That's kind of like of the past and not very healthy. But a, a true uh, uh, Holy Spirit filled Catholic follower of Jesus is practicing those disciplines and developing those habits in, in a way that's really good. And that's what that's what we need. Because I mean, just try driving your car without habits. I mean, you're not a safe driver if you don't have a number of habits. So if we can develop habits to get us to think about God, to pray, to listen to somebody in a prayerful way, and these kinds of things, you see how life starts getting easier. Have you ever caught yourself praying when you didn't even intend to? Have you ever found yourself singing a worship song or meditating on a scripture when you didn't even plan to do it? That's where we want to be, folks, because then you can, oh yeah, God is here. I can praise him. Oh yeah, I want to pray. We need habits that trigger us to be walking with Jesus. So that's why we do the disciplines. And so all three of these work together. So we believe this is like a, a golden triangle that you need all three. And if you overemphasize one without one of the others, you're going you're gonna to get off kilter. Because if we're, not, if we're not serving people in love, I mean, if we're not pouring out our lives for others to know and follow Jesus, our life in a sense is a waste. I mean, you, there's got to be that fruit, right? That's, so we can't, we can't leave that out. See, we need those habits of love. Well, if we're not in a relationship that's vulnerable and authentic and intimate, it's not going to work. We're, 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 and people aren't going to really trust us. It, it, we, this body of Christ action is being together and following Jesus is so important. Paul the Apostle does not go on a mission trip without a brother with him. You see, we do the work of the Lord in community. And we've been talking about, about enthrallment and the importance of our hearts being devoted to the Lord more and more. So we've got, we've got worship, we've got growth, we've got service, if you want three words. Worship, grow, serve. Those are three spiritual formation words that we want to keep those in balance. You, you can write a mission statement to your church. In fact, think about your church and you probably have a mission statement that's touching on these three corners. And it'd be good if it did. You can write a life Mission statement, which we'll do in the fourth week of the institute, and have these three elements in there: worship is the upward journey, growth is inward, within my soul and within my relationships in the body of Christ, and service is the outward journey. You see, and so it all hangs together. And so when Jesus says, "Hey, my yoke is easy," you know a lot. A lot of us Christians don't really believe that we. we talk about how hard the Christian life is, how difficult it is. Oh, it's a narrow path, you know. Oh, it's uphill. And there's truth to that. Jesus did say it was narrow, but what he meant was, be careful you don't miss it. He didn't mean to say, oh, it's impossible, or it's miserable. He just is like, it's, it's a spiritual reality. So if you just go the way of the crowd, you're going to miss it. You've got you to wake up to it. But is it, is it really true that the Christian life is so hard? Well, there are some things that are harder about it. You know, we got an enemy, Satan. We're, you know, the world is against us in many ways. Our f- your own flesh, our own human nature, in many ways, is fighting us. Faith. So there are things about it that are harder than just going the way of the world. It is the broad path is sort of easy, you know, if you're feeling... Depressed, it's probably easier to have a few glasses of wine than it is to pray Psalm 23 and be vulnerable with a friend, you see? And so there are things about following Jesus in terms of truth and honesty that are harder. But Jesus says, hey, my yoke is easy. What he's saying is, there is a way of doing life, even a way of doing the hard things, like the trials of life that we need empathy for. There is a way of doing these difficult things. That is easy. So the yoke is easy, but getting into it is not easy. Because getting into it is learning the way. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And a lot of times we miss that way. We get our doctrine right, but we're missing the way of Jesus, the attitude of Jesus, the demeanor of Jesus, the spirit, the the how he did what he did. That's the key, the way. Isaiah, in his famous prophecy, the Lord says, "You know, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Have you ever stopped to think about how the way comes before the thoughts? I think that's significant. Our, the, our way of life is a big deal. People, if you're a speaker, many of you preach sermons or you, you, teach, you teach groups. 93% of what you communicate is nonverbal. This is what... Communication theorists uh, and researchers have found that most of the message you get from a speaker, it's in their body language. It's in their, their attitude and their demeanor. You see? So the way of Jesus, when he says, my yoke is easy, he's saying, my way of life is easy. He's saying, abide in me. It's the same thing as John 15 in abiding. Abiding. It's just a different metaphor, as a branch abides in the vine to produce grapes. He says, so I abide in the Father, and now you abide in me, and abide in my word and my spirit in the same way, and you'll be fruitful. The abiding life, the remaining in Jesus' life, the practicing God's presence life, it's the best life. But learning how to do it is not easy. And just going to church every Sunday probably won't get you there. You're going to need a whole training program around learning the way of Jesus and the, and the habits and the, the types of relationships. Because ultimately, the yoke is a relationship, right? You, you know, we, we, don't, we don't see yokes very often anymore. But in Jesus' day, everybody knew what a yoke was. Two oxen get, get, get in a yoke together. And they're going to pull a plow across a field. You see? Those two oxen, they're in relationship.
0: They're attached. The yoke is an attachment.
1: They're abiding together. You see? And the one ox is older and more mature and is the lead ox. The younger one is paired with the older one to learn how to wear the yoke and how to do it lightly and easily and freely to get the work done. But let's not forget that it is in order to get work done. We're pulling a plow across the field because people are hungry. Sometimes we love Matthew 11 and we go to it like it's it's sort of like just a time to take a nap. Well, taking, taking a nap might be part of the training, like Christy said. So some of you are your type A like me and you don't like naps. You, you know, well, I've learned to like naps. You know, it's a good thing. Jesus napped, I can nap too, you see. And for me, that's a really important discipline because... Left to myself. I just work all the time and accomplish stuff. For God is what I'm trying to do. Not realizing how much it's for Bill, maybe. You see? But when I nap, hey, God's still working. I can trust the Lord. Be like the farmer in Mark 4. The most important work is happening while you sleep, Bill. is what God is doing in your life, in soul shepherding. This is time for you to trust that. That's a big deal. Learning to take naps helps me have a, a thought that's really changed my life, changed soul shepherding. You know, maybe somebody else has a better idea. That was the thought that came to me. I, my whole life, I had to have the idea. I'm the oldest in my family, and I was supposed to be right and get A's in school and score touchdowns, and, and I was a, like a counselor long before I went to school, helping in my family, and so I had to be right. I'm a, if you know the Enneagram, I'm the Enneagram one, the perfectionist. I mean, I pore over stuff and study and learn stuff and get ideas and make notebooks and design institutes and things like this. It's like, I'm made to do that. But it's been a lot of pressure to do it right. Some of you can relate to that. See? Bill's
0: yoke well, is hard.
1: Bill's yoke is very hard. You know that. <laughs> if anybody knows that, you know that.
0: Thankfully you don't put it on me. <laughs> but Jesus' yoke is easy, and that has been transformational for you, to learn to take off your yoke and to yoke yourself to Jesus.
1: And so napping, resting, stasio, selah, the word of the psalmist, pause, you know, solitude and silence, these disciplines of abstinence that Christy mentioned that we'll be doing together. It's really helped me. Okay, Bill, it doesn't depend on you. And you having the right idea or your hard work or you pleasing people and making it happen. It depends on God. Of course, I know that. I've been teaching that for 30 years. But do I really know it? Is it operational in my personality? Well, that's what I'm I'm learning. That's where the transformation is, getting that worked into the fibers of my personality and into my habits. That's why we practice a rhythm of life here together.
0: I hope you felt like you were a part of us there in that community at the Spiritual Formation Week of the Soul Shepherding Institute. What a relief it is to know it doesn't all depend on us.
1: Our life can be Jesus's school for teaching us the ways of grace in the Father's world. And that has made all the difference for me.
0: And that is something that is a joy to do together in community with other people because we learn more together and we learn through each other and you know just the the presence and power of the Holy Spirit with us in, in that week is just so enlivening and and we can just all sense together the Lord is working in each one of us bringing about this catalytic formation of our souls
1: because everybody in the circle is from a different church a different State in America, a different country, but everybody is pressing in closer to Jesus to learn from our Lord this uh, way of being with him and with people that is marked by the Holy Spirit and uh, filled with love. And so it's a very authentic and vibrant community.
0: We all leave so enthralled with Jesus.
1: Every Institute week, I learn something new because Jesus is the teacher and I, I learned from your teaching and uh, from the, the people that the Lord brings to us and their lives and the things that they share with us. It's so fun to meet everybody and have uh, soul talks together and just see what God's doing in our lives and how we can be be better for Jesus by the power of God's grace.
0: Well, we're venturing on the Lord this year. We are starting an extra cohort. So we're starting two cohorts this year. We've got our next one starting this fall uh, the last week of October, first week of November, it's kind of a split month week for the Institute, and then another week starting in February, the first week of February. So you can find information about Soul Shepherding Institute on soulshepherding.org, and also you can apply online there if you want to. Bill, will you pray for us?
1: I will. Us today? Uh, and uh, I want to just say to each one of you listening, you are welcome at the Soul Shepherding Institute. Each week, we have women and men from all over the place, different churches, different places in the world that that come together, and everybody in different leadership roles. We, As you know, we specialize in church pastors, but all kinds of other leaders come to us as well, people who are, are shepherds of the soul. So you are welcome. We'd love to have you join us. Lord, thanks, God, for this uh, wonderful community called Soul Shepherding that Christy and I are so blessed to assist you in leading. We pray for each of our listeners, Lord, that you would touch them deep in their hearts with their longings for their life with you and their ministry as to how they can best serve you. And we pray, Lord, that you would use the Soul Shepherding Institute to inspire and equip uh, and encourage our listeners, Lord. And we just thanks for the opportunity to Bring them into the room through Soul Talks. And we thank you for the uh, modern technology that can uh, help us connect from diverse places around the world. So thank you, Lord, for each of our listeners. Uh, Bless them and encourage them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's easy to get so busy that we neglect our soul. That's why we created the Soul Shepherding Institute for you.
0: Each of our Institute retreats is five days of inspiring teaching, guided experiences with spiritual disciplines, rest, and soul talks. You'll be a part of an authentic community of pastors and other men and women who are serving the Lord in ministry, family, or business.
1: Additionally, you have the option to earn a certificate in the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. This track features monthly online classes, readings, and supervised ministry.
0: To learn more, visit soulshepherding.org. It'd be fun to have you in our next community.
1: Lord, has some easy yoke disciplines that we can learn and practice in our life that make all the difference for us experiencing and thriving in God's grace.
0: Jesus, thank you that you invite us to be yoked to you, attached to you, that you have given us the privilege of being your students to apprentice ourselves to you and to learn from you how to live our lives as you would live them if you were
1: us. Amen. Amen. And we hope you can join us at the Soul Shepherding Institute. We are starting a new cohort this fall, and then again uh, in the winter, and we're starting two new cohorts each year, so we have room for you. Come join us. You can uh, contact us through our website with any questions that you have on our website. We have a video that you can watch to actually uh, experience some of the sights and sounds of what it's like to be there, because we'd love to have you with us.
0: And we have an application online as well.